The Chicago White Sox had an off day on Thursday, and it was a good time to ask the question, what should the White Sox do at the trade deadline? Buy, sell, or stand pat? No shortage of passionate takes on not only what the White Sox should do, but what they will actually do. Mailbag Friday, coming up next. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Hey, Sox fans. Welcome back to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available at all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked on White Sox. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Uh, go to birddogs.com slash Locked on MLB, and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler uh, with every order. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Locked on White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox take on the Boston Red Sox on Friday. Lucas Giolito is on the mound. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. State of the White Sox. Uh, they are 32 and 44, uh, now six games back in that ever forgiving AL Central. Uh, White Sox, of course, had an off day on Thursday. Uh, they have lost four series in a row. Uh, there are 31 games left until the trade deadline. Uh, Sox just lost to Texas on Wednesday night, uh, six to three. A uh, Kopech had an early exit. And I was wondering, uh, was there maybe an injury? Uh, was there something that just was nagging him? Was it precautionary? Uh, and uh, Scott Merkin, of course, had an article on whitesacks.com. Not sure if you checked it out. Here's a blurb from that on Kopech's early departure. Uh, the reason for Kopech's early departure with his team trailing 3-1 at the time was not because of any sort of physical ailment. It was more of a season-long Load management for the young hurler. Uh, Kopech understood manager Pedro Grafol's line of thought. Uh, yeah, I feel all right, said Kopech after receiving treatment post-game. Uh, more so just frustrated. Uh, a little bit about how I've been pitching. I know what this team needs, and I know I've been not giving that uh, to be getting more than five innings per start, especially in my last few. It's embarrassing uh, to say the least. Uh, yeah, he has not been doing that. Uh, four and a third against Seattle and then four innings against the Rangers. I didn't have it today. He saw that, Kopech said, who struck out five and walked three. Uh, we were looking for wins right now. To not be in a position to do my best to help the team win is a tough pill to swallow. So Michael Kopech uh, was one of the centerpieces, of course, of the great rebuild in the fall of 2016. And talk about disappointment. Uh, it is disappointing 
that we have yet to see a consistent Kopech. I mean, there have been moments. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there were some moments last season. Uh, there have been moments this season. It happened, I mean, just this year when he then came back to earth after a couple great starts in a row. Uh, Sox will have some decisions to make in about five weeks. Uh, will they buy to win the AL Central and maybe make some noise in the postseason? Uh, sell to cut their losses and get something for uh, the players that might walk when the season's over. Uh, maybe even sell some guys that have team control. Or will the White Sox stand pat, try to get healthy, and believe that what they have is good enough to win the division, knowing that an AL Central crown is really as good as it probably gets uh, this year? So I put this question out uh, to Twitter uh, on a, a Thursday morning and uh, got a lot of feedback. You know, Twitter sometimes can just be an absolute mess. Uh, you are dealing with so much junk. Uh, it, it can be a bad place to be. But sometimes you can have uh, some pretty good back and forths, uh, you know, throwing out a, a, hypothetical, a question, hypothetical question like this, and, and you get an array of different responses. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I love the passion it takes. I love the perspective. Uh, I, I love the feedback. I love the input. Love it from uh, all the YouTube comments. Got a bunch of those about, you know, uh, over the last few days, few weeks, what the White Sox uh, should do. And of course, the response from LockdownSox at Gmail. Uh, so appreciate all the input. Look, no wrong answers. I mean, in my mind, there, there really uh, aren't any wrong answers. I don't ask this question and, and ask for feedback. I mean, really just to judge the responses, sit here and be, you know, high and mighty in any type of way. I, I seriously want to know uh, what other diehard Chicago White Sox fans think. Uh, and, and although, I, you know, I've got my own opinions, I appreciate uh, the alternative perspective. So let's get into the buy portion uh, first. Uh, you know, this was not a, a very popular option when I was getting all this feedback and, and talking to other fans and, uh, again, we got about five weeks until the trade deadline. A lot of things can change, uh, but you know what the schedule looks like, and you know how this White Sox team has been playing. Uh, it's not that they are just you know in the bottom of the AL Central. Uh, they're in the bottom of all of baseball uh, with just how they've been hitting offensively, uh, pitching-wise. Uh, starting pitching has come around a little bit as of late, but bullpen has been up and down. Uh, you know, so... Look, buy, I mean, should the Sox buy, uh, you know, because playoffs are a rarity. Uh, you know, that, that was the, kind of the, a common theme when people did say, look, I think the Sox should buy. It's like, well, we have not seen a lot of postseason action throughout the years. Uh, it's rare. So seize the moment. You know, do it right now. You've got a chance in a very bad division. Uh, just go for it. And, and I think that was kind of the Kenny Williams philosophy. Uh, for several years, you know, just gut the farm system, just go after some guys, try to make it work right now. You'll figure out tomorrow, tomorrow, just live right now. Uh, and it's exciting, you know, uh, playoff baseball is absolutely exciting. Uh, we've unfortunately seen more of it on TV for other teams, uh, not our own, but uh, yeah, you've got a chance to do it here in 2023. Uh, another comment, uh, win the AL Central. It's a bad division, and you never know what could happen in the tournament. Yeah, you know, again, 
I don't know if anybody's going to really run away with this division. Are, are the Twins just going to start catching fire and start burying the White Sox and everybody else behind them? Uh, it doesn't feel that way. I feel like if it was going to happen, it would have happened already as we stand here in late June. Another thought here, uh, buy with the thought process of extending that player or players. Uh, so you're buying uh, and you're thinking, well, you know, I think this player could help this season, but really it's for the future because you look at what 2024, maybe 2025 is like, what free agency might look like. I'm going to try to buy right now, get somebody that I can control. Sachs did that way back when uh, with Freddie Garcia. Back in 2004, that was Ozzie Guillen's first uh, year as manager. Sachs were uh, just a, a handful of games over 500. Uh, when they traded for Garcia in late June. And then the White Sox gave him a three-year extension uh, just 10 days later. So is there somebody out there that they think they have the assets, the, the farmhands, to possibly go get? Maybe it's just it's people on the roster that they don't think they're going to be able to retain, but they can go get somebody that they can re-sign uh, and have on the ball club for two, three, four years. I don't know. My thought uh, on buying... You know, what are the White Sox buying with? I mean, what are they using? I mean, you look at our farm system. I mean, nobody is tripping over themselves to get to our farm system. Colson Montgomery is not going anywhere, nor is Noah Schultz. So, uh, you know, and, and, and who are they buying from? Who are these teams? We don't maybe know that right now with still five weeks to go into the trade deadline. Uh, again, it takes two to make these deals, sometimes three teams uh, to make these deals go. And, you know, we might have somebody in our crosshairs, but, you know, we don't have what another team wants in the other way around. Uh, I don't think the Sox, again, have the farm system, uh, the assets there to acquire talent that will push them over the edge to not only win the Central, but also make noise in the postseason. I mean, buying with talent from your current roster uh, is obviously tricky because you will need to get MLB quality talent uh, right away. And then some, if winning the central is the main goal, look, I don't know if buying is the right move. Uh, if buying to win the AL central plus go deep in the postseason is the angle, I don't think the White Sox have enough to do that to become a better uh, than team than they are right now. Uh, and then they've got to get to a point where they can compete with other teams in the AL. Uh, so, yeah, look at where they're at, you know, numbers wise. I mean, this team is bad, you know, and they're bad in the Central and they're bad in all of the American League and MLB. So you're going to buy to try to win the Central get you up to the level of where the twins are and a little bit beyond. And then you need to have talent that's going to get you to rise above uh, and compete with other teams in the postseason. If you're really going to make some noise in the postseason, if that's what it's for, I, I don't think the Sox have the ability uh, to do that. Uh, so should the white Sox just face the music, try to get something for the players uh, that they, that will walk after this year and maybe even entertain selling guys uh, with more control. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, baseball season is in full swing, 
And there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to join today. So don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Uh, just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Our Chicago White Sox face off against the Red Sox on Friday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Uh, so now we're talking about selling, uh, which was the most popular opinion uh, in, the, in the folks that I've had conversations with uh, in, on Twitter, you know, and in, in, in messages I got on LockdownSox at Gmail, um, you know, in, in the ideas... Uh, Basically, you know, to I guess to boil it down, it's this team isn't going anywhere. This team is not going to do much. And if a championship is not attainable, then just sell, you know, absolutely sell and see what we can get and try to uh, kind of build on the fly almost. Uh, so here, here was some uh, stuff that I got. Uh, sell uh, this squad has shown an inability to put it together. Division will be rough next year too. So another mediocre squad could still compete. Uh, might as well get younger controllable players this year in exchange for vets that won't contribute uh, to a, a world series run. Um, sell uh, this team cannot make a deep run in the postseason. The indecisiveness uh, by Han and Williams is exactly why the White Sox are in this mess, which won't get better uh, by the time trades are made. Good players and prospects will already be off the table. Uh, that That is something that I worry about with uh, the front office. There's a lot of things I worry about with the front office. But, you know, holding on, falling in love to, with prospects, every team does it, but I feel like the White Sox have done it. Uh, you know, more maybe than other teams, you know, loving their guys, not willing to part with their guys over the years. Uh, maybe they overvalue them. And during this process leading up to the deadline, maybe they hold on to the guys a little too closely instead of just absolutely uh, parting. Uh, even if they went 21 and 10 uh, in the 31 games leading up to the deadline, they would be they would still be under 500. Uh, what they are doing has not worked for two years. Blow it up. Uh, retool for 2024 and beyond. Uh, this is a lost season, uh, but still too young to burn it all down. Yeah, there's some good. There's a lot of good on this team, at least on paper. That's where I keep coming back to. I have belief in this team on paper. But, you know, I'm, I'm fighting with the reality of these guys can't stay healthy. They're not able to perform at the level we were told that they were going to be performing at or they were predicted to perform. This team hasn't come together and put everything together for, you know, a realistic stretch. I mean, I'm talking five, six, seven games. Can they do that? They haven't. They need like 10 to two weeks of just catching fire uh, leading up to this uh, trade deadline here. And when you've got T.A. that we're unsure about, Mankata's on the shelf. Uh, you know, we've got uh, relief pitchers. It's like a revolving door in terms of injuries. You know, I, I just don't see it with this schedule. They probably can be sellers and still win the division. 
That is an interesting concept. That really is. If you sold off uh, some guys, could you still kind of compete? If you trimmed the fat uh, and you got some guys, maybe not for this year, but for next year, you still might, depending on who you're selling off, you still might have enough talent to win the AL Central. That's how bad of a division it is. Uh, I hope the team decides to sell away their impending free agents. I don't think trading to win the division will amount to much considering how well all other divisions are playing. The AL Central winner will most will almost certainly have a first-round exit. And that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, I think selling is... You know, selling, I think, is the more realistic option than buying because I do think they have talent right now that can compete uh, in the AL Central. It just, of course, has not happened, and everybody's scratching their head. Uh, I think maybe the Sox hold out for like a Quintana, for Aloy Cease type of deal for maybe Giolito, and and that that they probably don't get that. I don't think that's going to happen, but they'll hold out for it, you know, shoot for the moon. I think the White Sox front office tries to win the Central, but they go a different route. Uh, but, you know, the trade deadline is a crazy time. Uh, and if there are some teams that all of a sudden find themselves nipping at the division lead, uh, they might get aggressive. They might overreact. Uh, maybe the Sox find themselves in that situation if they turn things around in the next 25 to 30 games. I mean, it's a tough question to ask, buy, sell, stand pat when there are five weeks. But some of these decisions, you got to start making these decisions as a front office, as a team. Like this is the direction we are headed because you got to expect calls to be coming in already from other teams. Hey, you know, just keep us in mind if you're thinking about moving these types of players, uh, you know, we might be interested. And there's some teams that, Look, they might not know if they're going to be buyers or sellers yet, much like probably the Sox are a little confused. Uh, but the next three weeks, four weeks, they've got an easy schedule. And they find themselves in a whole different situation. And they might not even be an option right now when the Sox are considering other teams. Uh, but how they perform coming up really changes the whole landscape. Now, if the White Sox believe that they have enough talent and just, you know, this is what we have in-house. Maybe the best path is to just stand their ground and try to win with what they have. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. So stand pat. A uh, lot of options for this. Uh, uh, not as many as, you know, sell. I think sell was the most popular. Uh, but stand pat was still a popular decision. Uh, uh, this was a popular decision, I think, because nobody trusts Han and Williams to do the right thing, whether it's buying or selling. And unfortunately, those are the guys that will be making the decisions. There isn't going to be change in my mind, uh, you know, uh, before the trade deadline. Uh, I don't think the team gets sold and a new front office gets put, put in place. I don't think Han uh, is removed for somebody like Chris Getz. Uh, before the trade deadline. I think it's Han and Williams and, and Jerry, I'm sure, will have his input in how things go. Those are the three. Uh, Sox are six games back. Uh, that's where we're at uh, June uh, 23rd. Uh, the schedule does not really get any easier. Uh, July, you know, aside from Oakland and St. Louis, but they are probably saying the same things about the White Sox. Can't wait to get my hands on the White Sox. 
Uh, August is tough, but September looks manageable and could be very interesting. The first 16 games in September uh, are against the AL Central. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think standing pat is is where the White Sox uh, are going to go. That My thought process is, you know, just stay the course, keep riding the ride, you know, and uh, let things sort themselves out. Uh, I, I, again, I think they want a, they want a home run deal for Giolito and, and obviously for Cease. They better get one if they entertain that. And, and Anderson, I don't know what he actually expects when he hits the market one day as a free, uh, free agent shortstop. I don't think he's going to get the money he thinks he's going to get, at least not right now these days. Uh, but there could be a team that says, you know, um, I think we just need to change atmosphere for that guy. I think we could fix Tim Anderson, get him back on track. Maybe Tim Anderson wants that. Maybe he is one of the one of the people that I I believe Nightingale mentioned as you know some veterans are are open to be traded off of the White Sox. Uh, maybe he's one of those guys. I, I don't know. There's so much that still needs to be sorted out with what direction uh, the Sox want to go in where they see themselves, what's the goal? The goal should be to win a World Series. That's the issue we have had as fans over the last several off seasons. Uh, it just seems like the Sox front office knows what kind of division they're in and does about that much uh, to be competitive uh, in a weak AL Central. So a lot of feedback uh, and passionate takes. Uh, all of this, though, just it was with the caveat that it does not matter what the White Sox actually do. As long as Kenny, Rick, and Jerry are around, nothing will be done right. It just does not matter. So uh, it's that's the big takeaway. But it's the same takeaway uh, almost every single time you talk about uh, what the White Sox may or may not do. Uh, in the end, until Jerry is gone, nothing will change. That is the narrative. Uh, anytime I start talking White Sox with anybody uh, in person, uh, you know, we talk about it uh, on the podcast. Uh, I get feedback on social media or in the comments, and, and I'm with you on that. I, I think that's the underlying, that's the big thing that nobody, I think, nationally has really talked too much about. It's all about like, well, you know, can they turn it around? Can they quick fix it? You know, are they going to sell off? You know, is Pedro Grafol one and done, this, that, and the other? It's Look, until there's major changes, and we're talking ownership, I don't think things will really get on the appropriate track. But buy, sell, stand pat. Um, I don't know if we came to any serious conclusions. We talked about some options. And, and again, I, I love the hypothetical conversations. Uh, I love it. It's why I started to kind of get into uh, this podcast realm so many years ago. Uh, you know, it's, I, I love talking with Sox fans in person. Uh, it's it just these are questions that, you know, you are difficult. There, there's not one way to look at it, depending on the angle you come from. So, again, thank you so much for all the feedback, all the comments, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again, I'm sure, in the next few weeks. Uh, White Sox kick things off against Boston on Friday night. Lucas Giolito on the mound. Uh, Giolito has a one and one record with an ERA of 5.63 and 29 strikeouts in five appearances against the Red Sox in his career. Uh, Gio had one start against Boston last year. Six innings, five hits, one earned run, four walks, seven strikeouts. I will take that type of outing. 
Uh, Giolito is five and four with an ERA of 3.54 and 89 strikeouts in 15 appearances this season. Uh, last time we saw Giolito, he pitched in the Zach Remillard game last Saturday in Seattle. Uh, Gio went five innings, eight hits, two earned runs, three walks, and five uh, strikeouts. I will be trying to get out to the ballpark on Sunday. Got a uh, that special ticket for the Andrew Vaughn Indiana Jones bobblehead. You know me and my bobblehead, so uh, I will be there on Sunday. Uh, looks like we got a, a hot one this weekend. Hopefully, some uh, some good baseball. Thank you, folks, so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore. Uh, GGTB. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hopefully some of these discussions, uh, some of these things we talked about here on the episode, uh, they continue in, in your world with other uh, White Sox fans, friends, family, co co-workers. Uh, you can always get questions and comments in the LockdownSox at gmail.com. Uh, our Sox take on the Red Sox on Friday at 35th and Shields. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search White Sox. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. And hey, everydayers, you know who you are. Uh, on the next episode, I will recap the weekend that was for our Chicago White Sox against Boston. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.